My name is Brandon Wade, but you can call me Mr. Brandon Wade. You can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me B Wade. But I got two rules for you if you're going to call me anything. Speak life and keep it real. If you do that, you're good in my book. Welcome to Pay It Forward. Whether this is a short episode or a long episode, I give you the greatest commodity that I have. Myself, who I am, who I'm learning to be, and who I've been. I give you my experiences. I give you my heart. I give you the parts of myself that even I don't necessarily want people to know. So if you're going to show up here, my only request to you is this. If you're blessed by anything that you hear from me, pay it forward to somebody else and speak life into the people that you're around. So let's check out what the show's about today. Ain't no clouds. So I've got a mentor and uh, he's on his own personal trip right now. Um, get a chance to probably talk like next month or so. But usually we talk like every two weeks. Um, y'all know me. And y'all should know by now I'm a full believer in not just spirituality, but mental health and emotional health, because you ain't really got no health if you ain't got mental or emotional health. And, you know, it took me 28 years to get to the point of doing that, at least as from all of my conscious life. I've been trying to understand and be connected with uh, emotional and mental health. Um, kind of always recognize that a lot of the adults around me were kids and it got to a certain point as I got older. It was really hard for me, and it's been hard over the years because it's been a part of me that is deeply, deeply, deeply wanted to just feel that I could let go, relax, and trust the adults around me. And as a kid, I tried to do that, and I've had some traumatizing experiences. I don't know if I've ever talked about some of them, but, um, I mean, I've, like I said, I've talked about one, I think, where I had a camp counselor literally pick me up by one hand and slam me against the bathroom wall like I can I'm I'm 32 and I can still feel the strength in bro's hands like and he threatened me because I was you know talking too loud and back in the 90s you people get away with that stuff and you know nobody would say anything other than oh it's just a little discipline grow up or whatever like probably now that person would have probably got fired for doing something like that and probably like publicly shamed but back in the 90s people was just like it is what it is and, um, you know, when I was five, I saw a, a teacher uh, hang up a student by a, a coat hanger. And she literally left that little girl up there on a coat hanger and just left her there for like 30 minutes. And she was just crying. I was just it was hard for me to even believe the stuff that I've seen over the years. And um, I started to learn that, you know, they started to give me this idea that like adults could not be trusted. And but I really always wanted to trust them. You know, I, I've always had a very deep need and a very deep emotional need to want to be accepted. Just accepted. And um, my mentor, we were having a conversation about, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was like, there's nothing more powerful in life than being able to choose what is. And for a while, I was like, I'm going to be honest, I really don't understand that, nor do I really agree with that. Um, but I, I kind of feel like I'm getting a little bit of, of where he's coming from here now is like being able to. Accept who I am 
in this present moment, whatever that looks like. And this present moment looks like a lot of things for me right now. It feels light. It feels like tension in my gut. It feels like deep sadness and grief. It feels lonely. It feels like my hand grabbing my knee. It feels like traffic outside of my window. And it, it is this moment. This is why this matters to this podcast. I told you guys that whatever I experienced in life, be it what it what comes from blessing, what comes from struggle, that I would share with you and pay forward to you so that at the very least you would feel that you weren't alone. And at best, I could pass on whatever wisdom and things I've learned from my experiences. Um... So lately, I'd been feeling like I'd been burning the candle at both ends, um, trying not to connect with whatever moment I was in. And I've been just kind of trying to avoid certain feelings. Um, and it'd been taking a taxing on my just adrenals. And so I was just kind of struggling in general. You know, I wasn't feeling like I was, you know, as oriented as I normally am. I was feeling very much, I've been feeling very much more hair trigger with my feelings and just really trying to be in disassociated states to where it was kind of like people would get around me and I'd be like, I'm going to be honest, I don't have any emotional bandwidth to deal with whatever the hell you were trying to tell me right now. Please stop. And it kind of culminated uh, today or yesterday. Um, I went to a Friendsgiving, which I'm blessed to be able to go to a lot of different events and hang out with different people and stuff. And, and uh, I love this stuff. Like, I mean, I love what I do. You know, I mentioned before that I'm part of a, a prayer group or whatever, and we, you know, meet all throughout the week or whatever. And it's not even it's not a religious scenario. So I just really like messing with it. You know, these are everybody's cool and stuff like that. So I personally love doing what I do. And I was just talking to um, one of the homegirls who was there at the party. and She goes, you know, Brandon, what you know, what you know, what's good? Tell me about your life. And I could tell she was asking me genuinely. A lot of times I don't really like answering that question because I'm like, what do you really want me to tell you? Because a lot of times when people saying that stuff, in my experience, people don't actually want you to tell them about yourself or your, their life. They just want you to tell them some anecdote that makes them feel like they're a better friend. And then you're like, cool, look, bro, if you needed that, bro, you could have just stayed over there. Like, I don't need you to be needlessly polite to me for some reason. Like, I would be better if you just didn't say anything. But I could tell this girl was genuinely asking me. And I said, Cool. So I, I told her, you know, that I'd been struggling this and that with just feeling, you know, like I was overburdening myself and just the feelings of obligations because I got all these gifts. I got all these talents, you know, not only does it come from just, you know, uh, 
um, speaking and doing the things I do. And I was like, but I feel I've always felt so burdened, so obligated to show up for people in the way that they need to be showed up for, because I know that I have the ability to do it. And I'm like, I feel like I've, I've been feeling like for a while, if I have the ability to do it and for whatever reason, I choose myself in that moment over choosing to help them, then what kind of quote unquote godly person or servant am I, you know? And, and that's, and that's all ego too. You feel me? I mean, I'm not even capping about that. Like that's all ego too. But she told me, she was like, you know, you got to take space to rest and that you, you, you know, God may have given you gifts because these are a lot of these people are Christians like I am. And they're like, you know, you know, they're like, you got to take space to rest because God loves you just for who you are. And it's not always about what you feel that you can do for somebody. And God doesn't want you to be burdened by the gifts that he gives you. That's the first time I've ever heard something like that, because, you know, if, if, if you are a Christian, you'll hear the scripture to whom much is given, much is expected. And so I'm like, cool, you got a lot, you're supposed to do a lot. And if you sitting around not doing nothing with it, then God is displeased with you. And that's not necessarily true, but I believe that it applies to you, whether you believe in some God or not, you feel me? It, it just, regardless of what you believe, I think it applies to you. There's a lot of people in this world that feel burdened. So I'm talking about it, but I have had talent since I was a kid, as I've talked to y'all about it. Like, you know, I've had talent since I was five years old. As long as I can remember, I was able to do something really cool. So, and then a bunch of other things really cool. And it seemed like everywhere I looked, I could do a bunch of really cool stuff. And the, 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 the expectation of many of the adults around me, which I now kind of realize were just bigger kids, the adults around me kind of put me in this place where I was like, I don't know what you guys want from me. I just want to be loved. And it was kind of like, well, little bro, we'll get there, you know. But right now, I need you to go on and perform like I told you. And uh, I had never heard it in the sense of like resting and taking care of yourself is a way of not only honoring God, but honoring you and honoring others. And I was just sitting here today. And I finally took some time to like genuinely rest. Like I was like phone off, everything off. I'm not even getting out of looking up uh, out of bed unless it's a major need or whatever. And I finally was like, nah, screw all this stuff. And it felt you know, I'm, I'm trying to be polite here, but it felt MFing good, bro. And it also felt really lonely. See, when you get past all that sensationalism crap about self-care and all that stuff, because it's all sensationalist, especially if you're on Instagram all the time. Everybody's got a new hot take on self-care and everybody's like, oh, you take care of yourself here. Self-care routines. And it got real popular out of COVID and everything like that. But. Self-care, nobody really talks about the other side that feels alienating and feels lonely and feels very counterproductive. Like, why would you feel bad to bless yourself? Well, what about the people who have spent their whole life feeling that they have to do something in order to be loved? No wonder society has been so screwed up in a lot of ways where men don't believe they're good enough 
So they always tell women that they're too much because society has told men, what are you doing sitting around being lazy? That man doesn't have even there's men that don't even have the ability to genuinely do something with their life that's not active in some kind of way. They've got to be hustling, getting something. There's people that's billionaires still trying to get to money. And I'm like, what money, bro? But why would you if you were taught from birth that you are nothing if you are not continuously building something? That's what I was taught. You're not nothing. You're not using what you have. You're nothing. And, um, you know, I had a friend that even came to me and this person who really blessed me by coming to me, but, and I, I just kind of understand the spirit in which they said, but they were just like, you know, don't get distracted. Don't give up. You know, you got this. And I, I, I understood the spirit in which that person was talking, but that also felt very alienating and lonely too. Because it goes back to the stigma and the stereotype of what is a man if he is not a conqueror? What is a man if he is not achieving a goal? What is a man if a man gives up? I can say in my life I've learned some of my best lessons from the times I gave up and quit. I used to always say that I regretted giving up on certain things and quitting certain things, but I've learned a lot of really good lessons by saying, no, I've had enough. And I've learned some good lessons by sticking things through and accomplishing a a beating the odds. But a man's identity is not defined by the odds he beats. A man's defined by how well he can accept himself as a man. And today I was sitting there asking myself, you know, this person had really blessed me too. And I was sitting there, I said, can I accept this person for who they are exactly as they are, even though I have a fantasy idea of who they could be? And the question that really came around to me again was, can you accept yourself for who you are, where you are right now. And I think today might have been the first day I think I ever did that. And that's the gritty and ugly side of taking care of yourself. You know, I love the in pay it forward soundtrack just as much as some other people might. You know, I love the, you know, everybody feel good. I love that song. But you'd be surprised at how little I actually listen to that song. It's not because it doesn't give me that dopamine rush. It's just that feeling good and being present are very different things. Do I want people to feel good? Absolutely. That's how Pay It Forward started. But I would rather a bunch of men and women in this world being present and being able to regulate and be connected with ourselves and be connected with others than a bunch of people walking around feeling good off a dopamine high but being miserable on the inside. 
it kind of let me know that I want friends in my life. And I've been blessed to get some more of them as they've been coming that love me for who I am and who I will be. I don't necessarily need people to encourage me to be a greater person. I'm already doing that. I don't really need help there. I have a whole community of people that do that. But there's nothing like being able to accept yourself for who you are. So for everybody who's kind of curious about that, because I know there may be some people of just any age that might be listening to me and going like, well, Brandon, I, I think that's great that you said all that. But how in the actual hell am I supposed to do any of that? Well, I actually have something that I can tell you here that might actually help you, like an actual practical method here. Uh, this one came from my relationship mentor because he deals with a lot of practical methods. And I finally I applied it today. It's going to feel really uncomfortable for those who have never done it before, but I'm going to give you this practical tip. It's it involves a little bit of breathing. It's just taking a deep breath. And when you take this deep breath, focus as much as possible on the feelings and sensations that are in your body that you normally would ignore. Like, I have a very high pain tolerance, so my pain tolerance is pretty high to the point that there are things that I probably won't even notice unless like I really tap in and pay attention to it. There's quite a bit that I can kind of naturally ignore. So I have to really go like, what's in here? Like I feel a heat in my gut, like describe, use, use describing words. This is what he taught me. My name is Brandon Wade. I feel a heat in my gut. I feel relief. I have a slight headache in my right temple. I feel sad. I feel kind of excited. feel content my lips are dry and I accept this moment for exactly what it is if you do what I just did that is a part of practical acceptance of you where you are and what you are that is probably the pillar of love in this world. And for those who are more on the spiritual side, whether you are whatever God you believe in, but especially if you believe in Jesus, I have this one for you. The Bible says these two things, and it says that if you do these two things, you fulfill the entirety of the law. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind, but he gives you a second commandment. Love your brother as yourself. But check this one out. How you finna love your brother as yourself and you don't love yourself? So for all those who say things like, well, there's no way that you could claim that you love God and, 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 and love yourself. 
Two, well, you have to love yourself in order to love your brother. So how can I show up for my fam, my girlfriend, you know, my relationship, you know, my friendships? How can I show up for these people? And I don't show up for myself because I can only give them what I have. So I finally am starting to understand what my mentor was talking about when he says, you know, you got to, you know, there's this great power in being able to choose what is, choose the moment that you are in. And, you know, when I was able to talk to these people, they really blessed me, man. And and, and it made me come, I came back and after I rested, I said, you know what? Nah, this is going to be a pay it forward. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. It's, it's it, having kind of clawed my way to this understanding and this level of who I am right now. It's been, it's, it's felt very taxing and it's also felt very rewarding, but the strain, I definitely felt it yesterday was like, who in the hell am I becoming? And then it also came around to another quote that I heard, which was, you you don't make yourself more lovable by minimizing your needs. And I was like this that was like they really spitting right now. Like that's how I always survived in my friendships in life. I always made myself as low maintenance as possible. You really don't need to do nothing to consider me as a friend. But I'll give you X, Y, and Z. And you want to know something? That makes you a very popular person and also a very lonely and needy and 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 really a selfish person because what it actually is saying is not what people think it's saying. You know, it doesn't make you a selfless hero. It actually makes you selfish. And because the reality is, is that I'm only doing that because I don't trust the people around me. I don't trust them to show up. I don't trust them to care. I don't trust them to do anything for me. I'm like, I, I'm literally telling them, I don't trust you. And maybe those people are not trustworthy and maybe they are. But the reality is, is that it's not necessarily a good thing. To be untrusted, to, to to have friends around you that you can't trust. So here's to all of those today that are going to take up a little bit more space in their own personal lives. Even if you know you may be on the younger side and you've got parents that are really wilding out on you, and right now, first of all, I completely see you. You know, I'm I'm 32, but as I said before, at, at at 17 and 18, that was how I felt around my dad, and in some ways, at times around my mom, was responsible, obligated, and all I can say is, in those moments, you were seen and heard here. So that's my prayer for everybody. May you. Here, may you see, may you be present, may you know that you are a gift to this world. May you know that it's not illegal to be to take care of yourself and allow yourself to be taken care of. May you know that you are enough and that you are not too much. And may you know today that if you truly do love. God with all your heart and soul and strength that you'll love your brother as yourself 
May you take the spirit of this message on in Jesus' name. Amen. I love y'all, man. Thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for always tapping in. Um, I really didn't know fully where I was going to go with this one, but I wanted to be as authentic and as transparent as possible. Y'all know what I'm about on this show. And everybody that I bring on this show will bring the same energy. Otherwise, you're never going to see them. You're never going to see them on this show. So I love y'all, man. Hope that y'all tap in. Uh, check this all out on, on Instagram and any other social media sites that you want to see. Um, more Pay It Forward is going to be coming soon. Um, you know, still going to have guest segments, but seeing as I'm going to be getting a bigger studio at a certain point soon, I'll be able to uh, have bigger segments and bring people in and all that stuff like that. But I will assure you that the spirit of this show will remain the same, regardless of how big it grows. I'm talking to one person and one person only, you, whoever you are that's listening. Love y'all, man. Take care. Peace.
Strange.